we don't grow alone. We flourish when we do life together. To flourish means to grow or develop in a healthy way, especially as a result of a particularly favorable environment. Join me for conversations about growth and change as we talk about what it means to flourish and create the community you crave. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Flourish Together podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Worley. This is episode 30, Dealing with Disappointments. So today's episode is honestly inspired by my own struggles lately. Lately, I have been going through just a little bit of a season of some disappointments. And like most of you, I am no stranger to disappointments in my life. Um, I feel like if any of us have been living on this earth for any amount of time, we have probably experienced a disappointment once or twice or many times in our lives, whether that's in our personal relationships and our friendships or our marriages or with family members or a coworker or just different seasons that we find ourselves in life, we have faced and struggled with disappointments. And so I kind of wanted to dig into this a little bit. I wanted to look at what scripture says about disappointments and what God has to say uh, about that and just share a little bit of my heart today with you guys on this subject. Um, Like I said, I've been kind of dealing with some disappointments of my own recently and Dealing with those feelings and emotions and just uh, all the facts surrounding that disappointment, it really has allowed me to kind of be, uh, take a step back and be retrospective and look at past seasons of where I've dealt with disappointments. And this is an area that the Lord has really grown me in. And there's been a lot of refinement and pruning in this area. And uh, so the way that I deal with disappointments now today looks very much different than how I dealt with disappointments even 10, 11 years ago. And so I kind of want to give you an example of that. And I want to share a little bit of my story with you guys in regards to dealing with disappointments, just so you can kind of understand a full picture and, and where I'm coming from. So like I said, I'm sure that you're no stranger to disappointments in your life from time to time, and neither am I. It reminds me of a time, um, it's It's been 11 years now, Um, I think 11 years, yeah, 10, 11 years uh, since a really significant season of disappointment in my life happened when I was laid off from my job, and this was in the fall of 2008. My husband and I had just been married, not quite a year and a half, a little bit over a year. And, and, um, we had bought our first house. And then just a few months later, uh, after celebrating our first wedding anniversary and, you know, buying a a brand new home, I got laid off from my job. And that was before we had children 
And um, it was during the same time when we were having our struggles with infertility. You guys have heard me talk about that in a previous episode. So all of this stuff kind of happened at the same time. We had already been struggling with infertility and then just kind of walking and waiting through that. And nobody really knew that we were struggling with that because we kept it really private. If you guys haven't listened to that episode, I'll leave a link in the show notes for you guys. Um, But it's the episode where I talk about my motherhood and infertility journey. But nobody really knew that we were struggling with that. But when I got laid off from my job, this was right in the fall of 2008 when the housing market was starting to crash or had already crashed. I'm not really sure the sequence of those events, but I know it was all around that same time. And it was a lot there. It just are in our economy during that time, people were losing their jobs. People were getting laid off. Um, and I was in that percentage of people that got laid off from their job. And the intricacies and the details of getting laid off from my job and different things like that. There was, there was a lot of different details and different pieces and moving parts. Um, and I don't want to get into all those in this episode. Um, but I will say because of that, it made things really messy at the time. It made it messy with, uh, coworkers who were also my friends and, um, the type of job that I had, like there were just a lot of things that made it really uh, messy and it made it really emotional. And it was a really difficult and really hard season um, in my life. I had never been laid off before. So professionally, I was hurting on that front. Um, Like I said, the intricacies and the details involving friends that were coworkers, made it really hard. And I really found myself in a really disappointed state. I also very much struggled with depression during this time. And I kept telling myself that I wasn't angry at God, that I was angry at uh, my boss who laid me off or that I was angry at this person who was involved in this situation. And, but I kept kind of telling myself, oh, I'm not angry at God. Like this isn't God's fault. I know that, but I'm angry at this person. And what I didn't realize at the time, and it took me a long time to realize that those seeds of anger were just settling in my heart and they were taking deep root and really starting to affect my relationship with the Lord and the fruit and the after effects that came from that was just a little bit of separation. And I wasn't, I was finding myself not digging into the word, not turning to God during this time and just really frustrated, annoyed, and angry. And um, I really believed the lies that the enemy would want to tell me during that time. And it was my husband that really pointed some things out to me and just would not allow me to stay where I was and just stay stuck. Um, And I'm really grateful for just a spouse during that really tough season that kind of you know, 
allowed me to have my emotions, but say, we're not going to sit here and we're going to deal with this. And I started going to counseling during that time. And then, um, Shortly thereafter that, we ended up moving here to Arizona. And so there was a lot of change and there was a lot of disappointment and a lot of different things all wrapped up into this really significant time in my life. And um, that's why when I look back at the 10 years now that we've been in Arizona, um, it's been a really pivotal time for myself of healing and restoration and me surrendering different parts, different emotions, different areas of my life to the Lord and allowing him to really uh, work in these areas of my life and do something really awesome in my relationships with others and especially my relationship with Christ. So, I want to read um, a portion of scripture to you guys. I want to take a look at John 16, 33. And in John 16, 33, Jesus is telling his disciples, he says, I have told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So if you read the chapters before this, Jesus is talking to his disciples. Um, He's really preparing them, whether they realize it or not, for what's to come. Um, These are the passages of scripture um, before Jesus is arrested and um, ultimately crucified. And disappointments, they're going to come. God promises us. In that scripture, in John 16, 33, he says, in this world, you will have trouble. God is letting us know that in this world, we're going to have trouble. We're going to have disappointments. Things are not always going to go our way. There's going to be things that are done to you. Um, there are things that you're going to make choices on. There are things that you know may be negative or positive in your life. You're going to have trouble, he says. He promises that. But he says, take heart. I have overcome the world. And in these portions of scripture, if you read, if you read the whole book of John, um, you'll see this. But in the scriptures before and after John 16, 33, where Jesus is talking to his disciples and he, um, you know, he tells them the world is going to hate you. He tells them that, um, your grief will turn to joy. He talks to them about sending his Holy Spirit to bring them comfort, to bring them peace. Um, He says in John 16, 7, but I tell you the truth, it is for your good that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the counselor will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. God promises that the Holy Spirit will come and comfort them. And I'm convinced that even though we will have troubles in this world, we will have disappointments. What truly matters is how we respond during these times that determines our character and our emotional and spiritual maturity. When I look back on that season that I was just talking about with losing my job, I did not 
have the emotional and spiritual maturity then that I have now. And God's really taken me on a process through that and through realizing, you know, where I was emotionally and spiritually unhealthy and not mature. And I'm thankful um, for that, for that season. My uncle is a blacksmither. And when I was a kid, I spent time and watched him do these blacksmithing shows and different things. So blacksmithing is a work by heating pieces of raw iron or steel until the metal becomes soft enough for shaping with hand tools, such as a hammer an anvil or a chisel. And this process is done in a forge that's fueled by propane, natural gas, or charcoal. And I love this imagery of blacksmithing and having watched it. And if you've never watched blacksmithing, go on YouTube, type in blacksmithing, pull up a couple of videos. And when you watch them put this metal into the forge, into the fire, and they heat it up and they, they pull it out and they, you know, shape it. And then they might, you know, keep putting it back in and out of the forge and the fire to shape it and to make it into what they want it to, to finally be. Forging happens with seven basic operations. And I wanted to read these to you because I I can't tell you for the life of me what all of these specifically mean, but I want you to listen to the seven basic operations of forging. Here we go. Drawing down, shrinking, bending, upsetting, swagging, punching, and forge welding. Now, when you look at maybe some of the disappointments that you've had in your life, they probably have felt like a bending. They probably have felt like a shrinking, a drawing down. They probably have felt upsetting and like maybe you've actually been punched in the face from time to time dealing with disappointment in your life. But there is a refining process that happens to that metal when it is put in the forge and heated and taken out and the tools are used to shape it into what it is supposed to ultimately be. And when I think about the imagery and the picture of that process with blacksmithing, I think of what God wants to do through us with our disappointments, that when we surrender our disappointments and our hearts to the Lord, it allows us to build our character through the fire, through the forging. God wants to build your character. And oftentimes when we're dealing with disappointments, it becomes less about the disappointing thing that happened to you or that was done to you. And it becomes more about your response, my response, and the constant conversation and surrendering that we can have with the Lord during those times. And it's during these times that our character is built, that we are pruned, that we are refined. And sometimes that can't help, that can't happen without the forging and the fire. And so I want you to think about that picture of blacksmithing and the forging through the fire 
as you look at your disappointments. And I want you to remember that a surrendered heart to the Lord, God can do something with that. And so it doesn't matter what happens to you or what's done to you. What matters is our response and how we choose to surrender to the Lord. God says, I've told you these things so that you can have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And when I have run up against disappointment after disappointment in my life, and even now in the season that I find myself in today, just praying through and waiting through a season of disappointment, I'm remembering that God has overcome the world, that I don't have to figure it out. I don't have to have all the answers. All I have to do is surrender this area of my life and God will take care of the rest and that he can do something with a surrendered and willing heart and he can heal your heart and heal the disappointments that you feel and that you have in your life. And lastly, I want to give you guys some practical encouragement. And besides the scriptures that we've already read, I want you guys to go back and read Isaiah 43, um, verse verse number one, where it says, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through fire, it will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I love Isaiah 43. It is such an awesome redeeming picture of what God wants to do in and through your life, through your disappointments, just like he did for the Israelites in this portion of scripture. So if you are struggling today, if you need some encouragement on where to go and where to take this, I highly suggest reading Isaiah 43. Reading that whole chapter is such great encouragement for your soul. And there are several scriptures that I will leave in the show notes that you can refer to. The Bible is the best place for you to go for encouragement. A couple other books that I really love are Plan B by Pete Wilson. I've mentioned his book before. And most recently I read It's Not Supposed to Be This Way by Lisa Turkhurst. I will leave links to both of those books in the show notes as well for you guys if you're looking for just some resources and some encouragement um, to follow up with this episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Flourish Together podcast. If this podcast has impacted you, I'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and review. Jump on over to whatever listening platform you're enjoying the podcast on and leave us a rating and review. It really helps spread the mission of the podcast even farther and it helps other people hear about the show. You can find show notes, freebies, and more on my website at andreamworley.com. And find me on Instagram at Andrea M. Worley so we can connect after the show. I'll see you guys in the next episode.